Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska. Yes, you are. We have Maniac, McGee, Greg, back with us, like usual. I'm here. Yes, I am. Um, yes, I am here. However, yeah. it's supposed to go. <laughs> you know, same, same. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, surprised about some of the playoff series right now. It's the playoffs. It's always yeah, surprising. Man. It's never it's it never man. goes according to script. You know, uh well the script you're listening to, I suppose. Let's go through um let's go through each each conference. All right, all right. Uh West or East. Let's start with the East. It's alphabetical. All right, all right, let's go. So the most dangerous uh seven seed ever, they got knocked out by the Boston Celtics. They got swept by the Boston Celtics. That's the most unexpected thing. So I didn't necessarily know if the, if, the Nets, if the Nets would win that series, you know, but I didn't expect a sweep. You know, that's the most, that's, that's the craziest thing. These days, rarely do you have a sweep. Uh, are the Celtics the favorites now? Because the Sixers don't look that great, and Miami looks like they're a little bit vulnerable also. The Celtics' defense seems so real. Like, just... Really, really good. Man, they they rotate. Marcus Smart is just having the series of his life right now. He had 20 points and 11 assists last night. Yeah, he's he's really come. Like, I've always liked something about his game. And, like, this is where now we're seeing, like, it really evolve into grown-up NBA-level, you know, defense with – um, effective offensive, you know, uh, uh, like role play. It's it really incredible. It really like every team should want uh, a Marcus Smart on their team. Obviously, I, I imagine every team does. Um, he's man. He's been one of my favorite players for a long yeah. time. Like he on the NBA, better. Game, I always trade for him because I just like it a lot. And <laughs> get steals and like you get run out, run out fast breaks. And he's just a really great player on the video game. And like now he he's becoming what I how I play with him on the game. Pretty much, it's awesome to see. Yeah, it's really incredible. So to go back to your question, are they now the favorites in the East? I mean, maybe, but only because everybody's been selling the heat short for a while now. Now, if that Lowry injury lingers, that could be a real problem. That could mean the Celtics are the <laughs> the best team in the between the Lowry injury and then the Middleton injury on in Milwaukee. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe the answer is yes. Maybe the Boston Celtics are. I'm still fading the Bucks. I'm still fading the Bucks, man. Um, well, now it makes though, sense to without Middleton at on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're gonna get. I mean, they're gonna get by this this year against the Bulls, obviously, um, or so it seems. Uh, 
But I'm, I'm yeah. So they're up three one, right? They're up three one yeah. now. Okay. Disappointing on that one. That one. Um, the Bulls gave up a big time lead. They played tough the first game and gave up a lead. Then they gave one away at home that they should have won. Um, now gambling purposes, taking the Bulls in points has been very effective. Very effective, except for just the one game they got blown out. But uh, but yeah, I'm a little let down by the Bulls' uh, lack of killer instinct. They're a year away. You know, they're just your way. If if Lonzo was healthy, that team would be nasty in the playoffs right now. Man, Giannis and how the Bucks. Ooh, ooh. Excuse me, the yawn there. Uh, a, little, a little early for me still, I guess. Um, uh, Giannis, how they defend against against uh, DeRozan is just incredible. They rotate so well. And if they take DeRozan out of the game, the Bulls don't have the other guy to facilitate or score. The Bulls kind of play like a late 90s style basketball anyway, where they just do a whole bunch of ISOs. And the, it's a bad matchup for them against the Bucks, you know? Yeah. Um, let's talk about the, uh, the Heat and the, the Hawks. The Heat have scored over 110 every game, um, even when they lost. So you got really to really bring it to beat them. Um. Man, unless Trey Young goes off in the fourth quarter and second half every game, the Heat will win that series easily. But yeah. Trey Young has has even a slightly off game, they win. You know, I think that the 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 Heat probably end it tonight in the gentleman's sweep at home, and that'll give them a couple days to let Lowry rest. So maybe he doesn't even play tonight. But I still think the Heat and their the home in front of the home fans go off tonight. Yeah, I think that they that they win big tonight. Also, um, I think that that it's a it's a one I'm definitely gonna you know wager on. I um, have a, I, yeah, I'm on it too. I have a uh, I do have a heat take though. Even if okay. they win, even if they win the championship, because you've been to a couple games. This I, series, know, right? I probably went to I don't know 15 ish regular season games, and I went to the first two home games in the playoffs. I've watched nice. them a lot this year, um, probably more than the Nuggets because of the time difference. I frequently miss the second half of the Nuggets games. Um, oh yeah, that makes sense. But um, honestly, like I think even if they win it all, that's going to be a very different roster next year. Um, why do you think that? I just think that there's some overlapping talents and they will trade or uh, trade away or not resign, probably trade away the more expensive of those overlapping talents. So hero's gone. Well, maybe hero stays, but like Duncan Robinson's gone. And they'll that, just was keep exact, that was my exact comparison. Yes. Right. Like, and I don't think let's just, I don't think Oladipo and, um, Jimmy Butler and Adonis Haslam will all be in the same locker room next year. Now, it could be Adonis retires, finally. Not finally. I don't mean to say it like, oh, God, he should have retired years ago. I just mean, you know, at his age. Um, and Oladipo, Oladipo, he might not even – I haven't looked at their contracts or anything. But, like, he might not be under contract next year. So that situation might clean itself up real easily. But it doesn't seem like they're all – those three – are getting along. It doesn't seem like Adonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler want to be around each other after that fight. And it doesn't seem like uh, Oladipo and Jimmy Butler like play on the court together ever. For, um, there's got to be a reason for that, you know? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, Butler, I think, is, is kind of a hard teammate there, so it seems right. like. And right. Udonis Haslam is, is kind of like the boss man around Miami as far as the Heat go. You know, he's he's the enforcer. He's the guy. Been yeah. there his whole career. Um, so, and I, I would assume Haslam retires. Also, Oladipo doesn't need to be there. They kind of picked him up because he was essentially free. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but um, my point is, there's just going to be some some changes, and it could be it just could be different. And we'll talk about that much later in the off season. Once but they're gonna, get... I mean, I, if they're gonna, I mean, I, if I was them, I would keep Hero and Robinson uh, and Butler, and that's kind of your core. And then you, I mean, obviously well, Bam, Bam, yeah. But then um, you have four like core guys because you can play Robinson at a two and start him sometimes. Yeah. Play Hero at a two or three, and but you can start both of them. The, the same other time. thing is you have. You have Caleb Martin. You have uh, you have a bunch of other players that can take can play minutes. Like there's just no reason to. I don't know. You're really deep, so you have some flexibility with the roster. I don't expect Duncan Robinson to be a Heat next year. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I'm kind of I'm curious what will happen with that now. I I never looked into that. I guess a little bit. I haven't watched the Heat that much anyway because they're not on the national televised games that often, and like TNT, ESPN, and stuff. And when I watch uh, NBA, I have a league pass, whatever, you know, um, I try to watch the uh, – the, uh, a lot of – unless they're playing. Also, though, the Heat are, are – it's like 4 p.m. for you, you for a lot of their games. So 5 yeah, p.m. Yeah, you know yeah, 4 I mean? 5 p.m. Like so I miss work, that game a you lot. Know? Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, uh, what, what's next? What do we got up next? What's the other? We're missing. Uh, uh, we talked about uh, the Sixers. Oh, the Sixers and Raptors. So, uh, I don't know how bad Joel Embiid's thumb is. I don't understand why Harden is looks really good some nights and not so good other nights. But uh, I think they. I mean, they only need one more win. Like I think they'll get by Toronto. Man, Harden's a weird guy. Uh, he's so inconsistent, and he he, he shoots threes and stuff. Like he's trying to get the foul and not like he's trying to make the shot sometimes. And his coaches didn't tell him, hey, man, try to make it. I'm like, don't just try to get fouled every time. I'm tired of this bullshit. Also, I think James Harden has this look on his face. Like, like if you were coworkers with him, that he would eat your lunch and then, like, watch you look for it and not tell you. I'll tell you what. I think they win. I think they find one more win here against Toronto, but I'm going to bet against them in the next series. Uh, yeah, they're not consistent either. You know who has a great series so far, though? Man, Tyrese Maxey is yeah. balling out. Yeah. And Tobias Harris is playing great. Uh, they're dangerous still. Harden has to just be a regular basketball player and not try to do this foul bullshit that he was doing all the time. Cause now he's not getting those calls and he can't like flop and fake it and expect to shoot 20 free throws. Like yeah. They're just not calling the same at the same rate as they used to. And which is nice because like, why do you want to see that dude shoot 20 free throws? He's literally just shooting threes when there's a guy like up on him and acting like he's going to get the foul call every time. He's not even trying to make the shot at all. Yeah. Or so it that worked for him for so long in Houston, it's hard to turn it off. Yeah, um, but he I don't know, I think he's like got something in his head and he's like pissy about not getting the call. So now he just wants to shoot it to get the call and he's not even it just look, looks ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. But I think the, the Sixers win that series. 
Um, if they don't, that's a huge meltdown. Yeah, they just and, need to find one. And, and it's if they don't, obviously, it's the end for Doc. You can't and like you can't yeah. come back. You can't be the only guy to ever lose a series after being up three one and do it for three different. Three, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, three different teams. You know, you just can't. That's, it, it's that's, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that might even take him out of the running out. for the Lakers shop, too. Shit. It, that depends on what LeBron says. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, too, when we get to the Lakers. Because there's no reason to talk about them now because they're not in the playoffs. They're out. Maybe they're out. Uh, yeah. Surprising the Nets. Surprising with some of these teams. Um, but I think... A heat, a heat Celtic series would be fantastic to watch. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move over to the West, okay? All right. Um, way some of these have been way more dramatic than expected. Um, the Pelicans and Suns, for example. Man, without Booker, it's tough. For, it's tough for the Suns right now. They're not the same team. It's one thing to not have Chris Paul out there. It's a whole other well, thing. Chris Paul's, yeah. I mean, Chris Paul's playing really good, really good. No, right but now. what I'm saying is, it's a whole other thing to not have Devin Booker out there. Oh yeah, dude. Right? And the Pelicans are legit, man. Yeah, they have a sick roster. It's all. I mean, they did a lot with all those assets they got from LA. When the and and, and this is all because of the fucking Davis trade. Yeah, but also, man, they they're legit because of the the McCollum addition, like solidifying them as a real as a really good team. Right, but they had the assets to make those that trade. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like that, that's my that was point. Like the like, final piece, you know. Yeah, that's my point. They've had they they acquired assets and then spent those assets really well, or or have used those assets really well. And now that team is full of professionals, and they're a good team, and they play well together. They're fun to watch, and it's crazy that they're doing it without Zion. And Brandon Brandon Ingram is a baller now. He's like oh, he's yeah. came into his own, man. He he's the real deal now. Oh yeah, You've, and, and the Celtics would be nasty with him on their team. <laughs> They'd be oh, yeah, in the playoffs, yeah. you know. Jeez, yeah. uh, it's crazy, I mean, man. The, yeah, the yeah. Lakers would. Yeah, the Lakers. I knew what you meant there. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, the Lakers might have messed up that deal by getting rid of Ingram. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not that they gave up Ingram or Lonzo or any specific piece. It's that they gave up so many pieces. Right. For that's a good where the value. That's. Right, but that's where the value was for New Orleans is that they had draft picks and players both out of that deal, and then they've you know used all those things well. You know, that's they've just played that acquisition game really well, or that uh, you uh, know, asset. So, so Booker's out for for you know let's just say the rest of the series. Likely, the Pelicans can pull off the upset. It would be awesome. It would be like the Warriors or the Nuggets eight eight one seeds winning um, years ago. You know, eight hasn't been a one seed in the NBA for shit maybe twenty years. Yeah. Um, you want speaking of the uh, Warriors and the Nuggets, maybe we should talk about <laughs> them next. That's a professional transition right there. That was really well done, buddy. Um, <laughs> can the Nuggets extended another game, <laughs> or is this pretty much it? Um. God, oh. They just have nothing out there with, uh, you know, Aaron Gordon. The last game, the last game um, uh, got a little chippy, as they say, a little pugnacious. Love that. Uh, they, we uh, got Boogie, they, so I'd pick us in a fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love Boogie. Uh, the technical foul, I think, was unwarranted. 
I think the Nuggets are going to play their asses off tonight. And I don't know how it's going to work out, but I think they extend it, man. I think they extend it one more. Uh, I think I think that um, we get to see a game a game six. Okay. Um, I don't think we can steal the series because Warriors are looking pretty good. You know, if any team's going to steal a series, it would be the Nuggets team because I mean, last year they beat two two teams down three one. And there's no reason that if if Monte Morris can put up 20 points, then you fill the gap of not having Jamal a little bit. But then Will Barton also has to put up like 20 points because you need to make up the extra, you know, 25, 30 points that Jamal would bring to the game and be efficient about it. You can't expect him, uh, uh, Jokic, to get um, to get 80. I mean, you just can't. So you, there has to be offense elsewhere. And uh, yeah. And and Boogie, I want to see him play Boogie and Joker together at the same time. Yeah, the Warriors just... don't have a big man, and the, the the game. One of the reasons I like the Timberwolves a lot. If the Wolves the Wolves come out of this series with the with the Grizzlies, which doesn't look great. Um, so Town Carlton Towns when he played against the Warriors, and I don't know, maybe it was December or January, he just went to the basket every time, and they gave him ball every time, and there was no one to stop him. There's no one big enough to stop him. And if you have Boogie and Joker oh, on the floor at the same time. I think it works on the offensive end. I worry about the defensive end because they'll just drain outside shots. Yeah, you got to slow down, man. You got you to play slow. Oh. Because there's, there's no other option. You can't beat them playing a fast-paced game. You can't beat them playing no, their you style. Really you can't. have to, like, completely change it up. That's what I like to see the last game was – You've never seen them. You've never, nobody ever gets like real physical and tough with the Warriors because they're too fast. They shoot threes and they get finesse game and you get ran out of the gym. I like the the intensity and Joker just running through people and Boogie kind of looking like he might want to fight somebody. And it was really exciting to see that. And I hope that they do that again tonight. But that's the only way to possibly beat them, really. Agreed. Um, you mentioned the Timberwolves and. The Memphis Grizzlies. So let's talk about that series next. Uh, it's it's scrappy. It's a fun series to watch, right? It's been a really fun. Like you know, each each team has had like moments that where they've looked like championship contenders. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the, neither team that like stays in those moments throughout the whole game. You know, but it's tied two two. It's fun. Um, I still like the Wolves to win the series. Uh, I don't think it's probably going to happen. The Grizzlies look really good, and you need some consistency from Carl Anthony Towns, and that just hasn't really been there. The coming out party for uh, for Edwards has been impressive, though. He's a real deal. He's the real deal. Hey, man, he's the real deal, man. Great I analysis. Be, <laughs> I, I didn't think he was going to be what he what he is now, you know, like when he was coming out of Georgia. Because he didn't really – he talked about how if he could pick a sport to play, it'd be football, and about how, oh, he likes music and there's other things. He has other, and other interests, and he's not super, like, one-dimensional, I love basketball. And people try to bash him about that, and he kind of looked like he didn't really care at first. And now he's the real deal, man. And props to him for, for the coming out party. 
Agreed. Um, agreed, dude. It's been fun to watch. And D'Angelo Russell's playing great. And but real quick, Edwards, 19, 20 years old? Uh, yeah, 20. Really young. 20. He's really young. Really young. He can't even go to the club. <laughs> if I, yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. <laughs> well, I mean, legally. Yeah. His IDs have pictures of uh, dead presidents on it. <laughs> like he's good. He <laughs> says he just has NBA draft pick, NBA first round draft pick. He's fine. He's fine. He gets um, right. <laughs> <laughs> he gets. He goes in the back door. Escort. He has his own door. It's it's AD AD door. Yeah. Um, um, there, it's been fun to watch this series, and it's been fun to watch the Timberwolves. Uh, you know, I'm, I understand that you're concerned. Like, oh wow, the Grizzlies. Are a better team, but at the same time, you've already won two. Yeah, it's tied two two, man. I love the wolves. I've been say, I've been telling you that for months and months about how much I love the wolves. Now it's I'm glad to see three. that it, it's. What's that? Now it's just the best of three. Yeah, uh, they just need some consistency from Towns. That's it, and they can win the series. Yeah, agreed. Um, what's the last one there? We did three of them. The last one is the the Utah Jazz, Jazz. and. Uh, the Jazz and the 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 Dallas Mavericks. Um, what about, I, I didn't see much. I, I saw the the clip of the. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the clip of their uh, their scuffle. wasn't much. <laughs> wasn't yeah. much. NBA fights are, are whatever to me. Because uh, everybody knows if you actually hit somebody, man, you're gone. The thing <laughs> like, is, it's, it's nothing. NBA fights are like no big deal, no big deal, no big deal, no big deal until that 1% where very big deal. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you know, Rudy Tanjanovic gets like drilled or there's fans, you know, and players fighting or some shit. So like for the most part, for the most part, NBA scuffles are nothing. It's all, you know. It's pretty much just about posturing, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what most of the scuffling is about. Yeah. No, I, mine's the biggest. No, mine's the biggest. No, mine's the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what it's about, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's an interesting series. I mean, Dallas probably wins that series. Yeah, Luca looks uh, like he's come back from the injury A-OK, and he's, um, he's, he's, he's badass in basketball. And Jalen Brunson, wow, that kid played his ass off the two games that Luca was out. They did a good job. You can, and also like you can point back to that Chris Tapps for Zingas trade. And not only did they get a piece or two, they also um, got rid of uh, somebody who wasn't really vibing. Like there was a, some addition by subtraction there. 100% agree with that too. Um, The next, the next round of matchups would be interesting with, with, with the Mavericks also, but I'm pretty sure the jazz are done. And yeah. man, talk about a team that's gonna look different next year. Yeah, well, that's gonna be, gonna be a fun different. podcast for us. That's that's a weeks away still, obviously, but yeah, well, but yeah. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. They're going out first round, so not that many weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still you know fifteen yeah. or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the professional segue into we're fixing the Rockets today, Greg. Yes, we are. It's time. It's time to get rolling. We're gonna all, over the off season. We're gonna start with with the worst, the first, the, the worst team in the standings, and then once we get up to the playoff picture, we'll go. You know, as people got eliminated and stuff like that. But ultimately, we're gonna go through every every team and fix them for next season. The off season has already begun for several teams, including the twenty win twenty. 
and 62. Yikes. Houston Rockets. Um, you know, you, you think about how hard, it, how hard it would be to be on a really bad uh, NBA team because losing 62 times, and you play like every other day at least, you know. Oh. Just losing, lose, losing, losing three or four every every week would be tough. This is it's it's uh, it would be so difficult. I'd have to see a therapist like daily. Well, and then the morning and, sessions and, every morning. I, I I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, depression is is directly led to is directly linked to um about how many times you've been dunked on. <laughs> if you get dunked on, your depression gets worse. <laughs> so the Rockets probably like have to ten chubby and forty three. I imagine if I was on the NBA court, I would get dunked on repeatedly. Yeah, dude, you would have a lot of depression. Honestly, you would have lots of problems. Five ten is an exaggeration. I'm like five nine and a half. <laughs> I'm, I'm about the same about the same height. Right, right there with you. Um, um, I mean, we're, we're, we're just average dudes, man. You know, so our depression would be astronomical if in the NBA. What's crazy is going into the season, if you're like, hey, there's this NBA team, and on it, there's a relatively healthy John Wall, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood, Dennis Schroeder, Kevin Porter Jr., and, and Sengun, your dude, Alperin Sengun, right? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, that's a 20-win team. I would say, um, you know, maybe 35 or, or 36 wins. Maybe, you and, know, flirting with 500. And Jalen Green, too. That's, that's going to be a star. Oh, pardon me. I thought I said. I thought I saw. You know, and Josh Christopher, maybe. But eh, maybe not. But, but, you know, I, I mean, I would say I would probably put it as not the best team in the NBA, obviously, but I would have probably said, hey, man, you know, you think, uh, let's say they're – yeah, 35 and, you know, 47. Yeah, but they're broken. <laughs> That's actually the case. They are and, very they, yeah, and they need fixing. So, John Wall didn't – I don't think he played a single game this year. Collected $44.3 million. Wow. And he has a player option for next year. I wonder if he'll opt in or not. It's $47.36 million. I mean, if I'm John Wall, I'm signing that contract today. Yeah, there's not even, it's <laughs> not even, a, it's not even a question. Um, now, Eric Gordon will still be on the roster next year at like 19 and a half. And then he has like a partially guaranteed year after that. Christian Wood is under the contract, but it's his last year. Um, Jalen Green is under contract. Obviously, he's on rookie deal, and then he has two team option years after that. Uh, Dennis Schroeder off the books; he's gone. Um, they got a couple other guys who are entering the last guaranteed year of their rookie deals, but have some team options in uh, uh, Nwaba and Singun and Garuba and Christopher. And Kevin Porter Jr. is uh, has a team option for next year. I imagine they. I would imagine they take that. Yeah, it's cheap. It's like $3.8 million. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, um, I mean, they'll take that for sure. I would assume. Right? Bruno's off the – Bruno Fernando is off the uh, – I would just like Bruno also. Off, he's, like, he's, he's off cool. the books. He, hey, man, he'll probably be a nugget. Uh, <laughs> exactly. He might. Yeah, he'll probably be a nugget. So, uh, Jashan Tate is, has a team option for next year. It's real cheap. They'll probably keep him around. Um, Kenyon Martin Jr., 
Kmart Jr. is uh, partially guaranteed, but it's a cheap number, you know. But that's it. Yeah, they'll keep him, I think. And and what's crazy is most of these guys are either entering the last year of their deal or have some sort of um, partial guaranteed or option situation for 23-24. So they won't. Obviously, they won't because some of these guys are really good and still on rookie deals. They'll exercise the options. But if they wanted to, they could have a completely and empty roster at the end of next year. They have completely. So at the end of next season, they're going to have about $140 million available for, for just for that year's salary. Literally, they're going to have what end if you expect the salary cap to go up again, like they're literally going to have to, they're going to be able to spend whatever they want. It's going to be a complete rebuild. If they called me today and said, Hey, you want to be GM? I would say, absolutely. You don't even have to pay me as much as you pay everybody else. Because, yeah. I would take way less money. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be one weird year and you're spending that whole year just with the, in the war room with your guys. Like, okay. What are we Greg and I are available for this job, man. Yeah, we like, are. Hire us. So like we've been we've been trying to interview for every job every off season by <laughs> doing these let's fix the team podcasts. So it's and time. We have I have my phone my my voicemails aren't full, man. Like my I have I'll, I have an email. Uh, I mean, hit me up. So show them how it's done, man. You are in control of the war room. Where are you starting here? See, John Wall's going to take his player deal. So you got forty seven million dollars in. Uh, Eric Gordon's on. Uh, I want to if, – if I, if I could get – Dennis Schroeder wants to get paid. So he's gone. I mean, he's going to be afraid of somewhere else. So let's actually just start the draft first. Now, we don't know where the draft pick is going to fall exactly. But let's projected they're going to be the third pick in the draft. Now, mock drafts have it that they think that they're going to take Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, and if they do that, they are the worst GMs in the world. That's the really that's the seven foot dude who has a awkward build. Um, seems to really work hard. You know, first one in, last one to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All the, all the white player. player cliches. Yeah, Gonzaga player. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they take him, I I would be I would be very disappointed. Uh, I really think that they should look to Jaden Ivey from Purdue or to Shaden Sharp from Kentucky, anything but that guy. Uh, maybe if, if they if they want a big man, they could go and maybe trade. I was I would trade down honestly. If you're not going to take uh, um, the dude from Purdue, uh, Ivy, I'm going to try to trade down and get two picks. Well, it's interesting you said that because they have. Um... Because they have all these guys going into the last year of their deal, right? Like, let's just say, I don't know, Christian Wood. You can package him in the third pick and go do something. You can you know, trade out of the first round completely and just trade your first round pick this season, knowing it's going to be a tough year and you can't fix it right away. Well, and you, you, need, you need some bodies. You need some bodies. But the free agent market is, is wide open this year also. There's a lot of well, good players in free agency. But they don't free up that hundy until next year. Yeah, but you can get some cheaper guys. I mean, uh, sure, sure, like sure. like Montrez Harrell's is is on is gonna be a free agent. Marvin Bagley, uh, Zubak. If you need a big guy, that's not gonna be super expensive. Uh, 
Man, there's so many. The, yeah. the Robin Lopez, if you see the fill spot, even is going to be a free agent. There's so many dudes you need a big guy. But you also – you're talking about guys that it's going to be a tough sell to get them to come to – Houston, like I like relying on the on the free agent market for the Rockets seems like a tough play, tough go of it this year. Next well, year is a I different mean, story, want, but this I is mean, the you're year selling them on. You're selling them on the hey man. Well, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. That's our I mean, at least next season. But, but that's what I'm getting at, Tim. Like if you if you you use this year's deals to set it up for next year, so you you do some sort of trade with the third pick and and maybe a player and you, shit, maybe even John Wall's big ass contract. You can find somebody to take it and you go get a couple extra picks and a player who's under contract for a couple couple years that is attractive for potential free agents next year to play with you know be, you, you you start setting the you start setting the uh setting the menu that you're serving at the recruiting dinners you know next year so but um, it's hard to do that and and because i i don't want to i don't want to waste my third round pick i want to i want to trade out and get some get some value from that you know so i want to trade uh, maybe the, uh, trading christian wood isn't my option uh, I would want to keep him because then next season, uh, after the, I mean, in two years, then I have a championship quality team. No, Christian Wood is either getting traded this offseason or at the trade deadline. They, there's no, so? Why would they keep him? They're, he's not going to re-sign with them. He's too good for that. Uh, okay, you're right. So you get value out of that. You, so you, he you, has you, to you, get traded now, or like you're gonna let like John Wall is gonna walk away at the end of 47 be million because nobody's like nobody's gonna want to take on that contract. But so you're getting zero value. Well, sorry, you're getting zero value out of that. But you can get some value out of Christian Wood. You can go get a player, a player, and a pick somehow, or two picks in the future, or something like that. Okay, There's no so reason trade, to let him walk for nothing. I want to trade Christian Wood and my number three draft pick and get some value somewhere. Yeah, I think that's where you get a player who has two years on his contract that you want to have on your roster. And and I don't mean like a great player. I just mean like a pro, right? That that makes the that's a solid player, and you know a, a late first round or an early second round pick in the in this year's draft, or two, you know, a second round pick this year and a second round next year or something, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I can just stay in there. I yeah. can just stay in there. We're really just filling the roster for the next off season, right? Yeah, and so you just start thinking about it a year out, like. You want to have – if you're going to have anybody under contract for two, three years, you want them to be attractive to play with. You want them to be nasty jump shooters or, or you know, go get every rebound kind of guys. Um, you want them to be, like, great team guys so that when the free agents look at this as a potential landing spot next year, when they have a boatload of money to spend and I think could potentially go get $250 million a year guys – if they wanted to, you want those free agents to look at this at this roster and be like, "Oh yeah, I'll play with homie." I think I want to call the Miami Heat up about either Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero. Brilliant! You get it, especially in Texas. They would love a white shooter down there. Oh boy, man! Yeah, and that's our move, man. And then we get a we get a player that's, that's decent, and hopefully John Wall is healthy and he can play. And we have we have John Wall and Hero or Robinson. 
and it's presumably a late first round pick that they're going to have. So they bundle that and Duncan Robinson for the third pick and whatever else we need to throw in to make the deal work. And then I want the Heat's first round pick next year also. Because I'm 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 sure they don't. I'm giving you number three. Well, in that case, you get, you know, two first round. I don't know if you can get, maybe you're not going to get this year's then. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get two first rounders and Duncan Robinson. I think well, you're going to get. Yeah, but I'm giving I'm giving you a number three pick and Christian Wood. Yeah, it's true. And I want so I want a couple picks and then I yeah, want. Yeah, no, I you're want. right. Yeah, and you know what? The Heat picked so late in the first round, they're probably fine with that deal. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is that they're the value there is cool, and maybe I can maybe you know throw in Jason Tate. Or somebody, and I can get a couple of bench players. Whatever you have to also. do, to, right? Whatever you have to do to make the numbers work, you get. You know, you you the team will opt in to one of those options and like add Tate or add Kevin Porter Jr. Probably you don't want to add to Kevin Porter Jr., but it's his last year too. Same with Tate; it's their last year too. Kevin Porter so, Jr. is a dude that I could probably resign though. You don't. You're the Houston Rockets right now, and you've been dealing. You've had chaos for years, both upstairs and on the court. I don't think you want to. If there's a player you want, I don't think you're going to risk going to free agency right now. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just think there there's that there's that whole no state income tax thing. But like, See, I, I, I just, just think I really there's a lot think... of teams that are going to look like the Houston called. Who else? Who else? Oh, what other shit. offers are there? Uh, new ESPN alert I, I got right now. Uh, Zach Levine has entered the health and safety protocols and will not be playing tonight. Oh, fucking that series is over. Yeah, that series is over. Let's let down. Breaking news. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have your own sound. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think call, I want to call Miami and work on that trade. And then I think that's a great and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the uh, Wizards, uh, if I can get, uh, if they don't think highly enough as as I do as uh, uh, Denny Avija, maybe I'll work a deal with them out. Christian Wood and a pick, and get get Avija and a pick. Yeah, I okay. I mean, there's some options. You know, there's some options you feel At out there. At least you could put on a show next year. You would still have Eric Gordon and Eric Gordon and 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 Denny and uh, Denny and uh, and Duncan Robinson. You know, that'll sell some tickets. And Kevin Porter, that if you still have him around, right, right, right. Plus Sangoon. If, if you're gonna be, I mean, if you end up being a 31 win team, man, you've yeah. improved quite a bit actually. And Jalen Green, you, I expect to uh, make a big jump. From this year to next year, I I do as well, man. He has had some great games, and when he he really is a great passer, I was surprised about. But the Rockets aren't really that hard to fix. It's just that they have to commit to being bad again this next season. So I have, yeah, that's true. Well, you're just you don't even have to be bad. You just have to use this season as a a a, a step towards the following season. You know, whatever that is. If you can show you you want your young guys to improve a little as a core and add a player or two, and but but keep that but keep that big bag of money that you have uh, available to fucking throw at somebody. I mean, like they can really walk into the strip club and set off some grenades, bro. Like some real fucking money grenades. Um, they can yeah. Crazy <laughs> after next year. Next, after next year, you can all pretty much sign anybody you want. Uh, it's just that kind of yeah. a bummer for the timing this season because uh, all these players are free agents this year. 
So, I mean, yeah, Harden, right. Westbrook, Beal, Irving, Gary Harris, Zach Levine, Ricky Rubio, Andre Iguodala, probably retire. Well, uh, if you wanted 13. to, you could do a sign-and-trade this year if you really wanted one of those guys. Like, if you wanted to get – if you wanted to get Bradley Beal and he wanted to be a Houston, a Houston Rocket, that could happen. I just don't think Bradley Beal really wants to be a Houston Rocket right now. I know, but the, nobody wants to be a Houston Rocket right now. They won 20 right. games. And that's what, you know, like, that's what this year is for. This year is, an, is, is all about making people want to be a Rocket next year. Man, I'm going to convince their agents that it ain't about this year. It's about we're going to win titles next year. Hmm. Sure. It's really, I mean, it's just about using trades and assets that you have to, to make it, make yourself attractive for next year. Another guy you could probably call about is uh, Jared Culver from, from Memphis. He's, he's a free agent this year. You can sign and trade something with him or uh, Chris Boucher from Toronto is a free agent. I would take, I would try to maybe make a deal for Mo Bamba. If you need, if you need a big man, yeah, you should definitely make a call about Mo Bamba because that would uh, be an interesting addition to this roster, especially if you're trading Christian Wood or if he's not part of the long term plans, and he probably is not because he's and Mo Bamba is a Texas boy anyway. He went to school that's, UT. That's really, that's really a good point. That's really a good point. Jeff you Green, I like move out. I mean, Bobby Portis is a free agent this next year. There's a lot of guys you can get that are like mid-range for ages this year that can make yeah. your team uh, attractive for the next season. If when you, you have were to trade for, if you were to trade for Duncan Robinson, and then sign Bobby Portis, and then roll the ball out there with Eric Gordon, Jalen Green, and these other parts there, and John I, Wall, hopefully. So I was going to ask you this at the end, uh, not at the end, but at the end of this conversation, John Wall. Are we ever going to see him play for the Houston Rockets again? Um, Are you sure of that? Um, if, if he doesn't play for the Rockets, he's not going to play because nobody wants that contract. Nobody well, knows if he's healthy and good or not He didn't right play now. a single game last year. He hasn't played for two years almost. Are they going to trade John Wall to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook and bring Russ back? Oh, God, that would, that's a huge mistake. <laughs> But, you know, but that's reasonable, though, because you think that the $47 million contract for John Wall isn't worth it for the Rockets, and the $47 million contract for Russell Westbrook isn't worth it for the Lakers. It's, yeah, just switching pieces of bad, about, of bad contracts. Right. Contracts are just about matching numbers. It's not always about needs and um, wants and, you know. So, so, uh, so I wonder, you know, like, uh, do, do the Rockets think that Russell Westbrook can be Russ again? Or – does anybody? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Tim, does anybody think Russell Westbrook can be Russ again, other than Russell Westbrook? But can does anybody think John Wall can be John Wall again, other than maybe John Wall? I don't know if John Wall thinks that. I haven't seen him play. I, see, in I don't years. either. So what's the so, I, what's the stat ever that was going around the other day? I heard it a couple times and saw it a couple times. Um, since 2017. Dirk Nowitzki has played in more games than John Wall, and he retired in 2019. <laughs> That's wild. I did not know that. That's wild. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so you're just trading pieces that match the same number that are both invaluable, and you're just taking a long shot. 
And at least like, you mean, know that Russ will go out there and play in games. Like, even if he's going bad, he'll keep out going out there trying hard, you know? He'll play. He'll, no, he'll, get you and he'll sell tickets. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad deal, actually. I would, I would do that if I was Houston. If Russell wants to play in Houston again, I would do that. Yeah. Just to freshen something up, man. Just to do something. Because the relationship with John Wall is um, over. That's not – it, it seems irreconcilable, done. right? It's not re- irreconcilable. Uh, I mean, if John Wall doesn't want to be there, he could just not take the $47 million. Who's going to not take $47 million to him? I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But, Tim, <laughs> it's more than a million dollars a g- fucking game. I mean, it's more than it's more than half a million dollars a game. Yeah, I mean, no, I 100% agree with you. I mean, I would sign that deal right now. I would have signed it before I even left the gym the last day of the last day of the season. <laughs> you know, like, but if he wants, if he doesn't want to be there, he has to make a move somehow. And no, not, no, 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 not no, no, no. It would be fiscally irresponsible of him. It would be unfair to his union brethren. It would be unfair to his family and his children. Everything, and yeah. It's you just, do not it's, not sign that. Yeah, you just take the deal, obviously. But I like the trade, the Wall for Westwood trade. I, I kind of – it's intriguing. Yeah, let me trade you my problem for your problem, and we'll see what happens, man. Maybe. And John – and I'd have to look, like, though. I don't know if Russell Westbrook is entering the last year of his deal. And this is no, the no, last year. No, no, he's done. He, he's a free agent. Who? He has a player option as well. Who? Westbrook does. Oh, so they're in the exact same situation. They're both exactly opting the same into a player yes. option. Okay, yeah. Then I, I don't see a reason for – let's put it this way. The conversation is going to happen. And and I like this because you know like John Wall style play fits more with the Lakers what they need they need kind of a point guard uh, so LeBron can play off the ball a little bit more he didn't kill himself you don't know and, what his style of play is like man you haven't seen him in years well I mean what we once saw of yeah. John Wall <laughs> but he's I mean he's a good passer he's a good facilitator he's not the explosive John Wall we once saw he's a good shooter still I assume because even even fifty year old NBA players are still good shooters. Um, Westbrook style is attack the basket, and we need to sell tickets, and we're not gonna be that great. Probably, let's make the deal. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's like the wild card thing. Like, there, I, I don't know if that's ever gonna happen, or that conversation's gonna like result and then pull the trigger on that kind of a trade. But it was, it Man, was important that I, we I'm, thought. There's what else could you do with that John Wall contract? As as the Rockets GM, I am calling the Lakers today and making that deal. I want to do it now. You you talked me into it. My my war room my war room partner here. Once again, in. once again, we should we should so work for a team, man. Once we again. we so should, man. I I want any job of a GM. I want I wanted to be the Rockies GM a couple of years ago. We should instead of Timmy Nebraska fixes the fill in the blank basketball team, we should call this segment hire us. <laughs> hire us, comma here's why. Our job interview for the Houston Rockets is this week. Next week is our job interview for the Orlando Magic. Oh, <laughs> see now, I I think they're I think they're actually. It's weird that you've only won twenty two games, and I'm going to say that you're trending in the right direction. <laughs> right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that is funny. Yeah, Orlando is yeah twenty two and well twenty two and sixty. The, the Detroit Pistons were 22 and 59, but they had a COVID game that they did not make up because it was not important. 
or something. Oh, wow. They're they're right. they're, they're, their number is wrong. They're 23-59. This number is wrong on ESPN. No, they lost their last game. They didn't get 23. They went 22 because, remember, we had it at 22 and a half. But it says 22 and 59, but that's not enough games. So they're yeah, standing so they probably, is wrong. No, I think you're right. I bet you they didn't make up. Oh, no, they would they would have had to. Yeah, so that that number's wrong. Yeah. I think um, they're 22 and 60. I think so, too. Yeah. Irrelevant. They're next is what they are, and we're going to fix them. The, well, fix the, magic, them. the magic with a piston, either one we can fix next week. Let's do the magic. I'm excited about that one. I like that one better, too. That, yeah. They are treating in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious to see what you think about Jonathan Isaac, your Florida State boy. I just want to see him healthy and play for like two, three years straight without a big injury. Right. His, yeah, he has to get back to the floor next year for the Magic to start making some moves. We'll but talk about that. All right, we will. Pal. We will. Uh, um, that'll, that's, you want to do it? Right. You want to do it again next week? Man, or let's, are you Tuesday? Or whatever. You let's want. just do a Tuesday deal. All right, we can do it again next Tuesday. I love it. I'll see you next Tuesday. See you and 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 talk to the listeners if you like this. You know, uh, rate it five stars and leave reviews and whatever. Then share yeah, it man, on tell your social friends media. If you have any. What's that? And tell your friends if you have any. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>